Blog Talk Radio.
in the skies broadcasting lies Billions of people Camels on the streets tracking who we meet And call this liberty Gentlemen, welcome to the Rifleman Radio Show. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening in tonight. I hope you're cozy and warm wherever you are. It's that time of the year when it's starting to get, uh, at least for us here, it's starting to get cold. And uh, tonight it's actually uh, a cold, foggy night. <clears throat> That's one of the reasons that I was trying to reschedule the show is I had a lot of hay on the ground yesterday, and I knew there was no way I was going to get it. Uh, I was going to finish in time to do the show, and I had to get it up before the rain. And I finished up last night, I guess, about uh, 10:30 or 11 or so, and got all the hay rolled up. Once the hay's rolled up, you know, then it can get wet. Uh, you know, the the hay once it's rolled into a tight bale, it uh, will shed the water, you know, for the most part, and uh, I'm able to store it that way. But if it gets wet uh, before you roll it up, then, then there's just trouble. So, well, I hope that uh, hope the change in the show tonight didn't cause uh, anybody any grief. We've got a great show, I think. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about corruption in the government. And, uh, and... It's really a, a huge topic as far as figuring out a place to start. And uh, I'm trying to understand understand how big it's gotten, how encompassing, you know, it's become. Because uh, if you take a look at corruption... Uh, through the ages uh, in America, every government since the very beginning, uh, every government uh, is has been corrupt. I mean, uh, uh, there is no uh, 
there is no group since the since the first uh, band of uh, of less hairy apes got together. Uh, they banded together for uh, mutual protection and support. And you had the, the biggest, uh, most scheming hairy ape that elected himself to be the leader. There's been cronyism, favoritism, nepotism. Uh, that is the nature of the beast. But we started off, uh, you know, we started off really light because we were a brand new country. I mean, we didn't uh we didn't have uh you know a couple of hundred years uh of of time for us to get uh, to learn how to be scheming and corrupt. So we started off uh we started off light. <laughs> but we have become it has become just the the way to do business now. Back when we first started, when America first started, we had uh, George Washington's uh, administration, and uh, we had uh, that was in the uh, 1789 to 1796, <clears throat> and uh, the, really the the big scandal of of that period. Uh, Occurred when uh, American statesman uh, William Blount uh, tried to help the British take over Florida. Now Blount was a paymaster during the American Revolutionary War, and uh, he ended up being elected to the North Carolina Legislature in 1781. And he remained uh, part of the uh, the North Carolina Legislature for for about ten years. Uh, except for a time period when he, he, he served two terms in the Continental Congress, uh, but but finally, uh, Blount and his brothers they bought up uh, very large amounts of western lands, uh, eventually acquiring over two and a half million acres by the 1790s, and uh, <clears throat> following. France's defeat of Spain uh, in the War of the Pyrenees, the land speculators uh, already already kind of uh, uh, freaking out, thinking that the French would uh, eventually gain control of uh, the Spanish-controlled Louisiana and shut off American access to the Mississippi River. Uh, and in hopes of preventing this, because Blount wanted to make sure that they had had access to the lands that he and his brothers and his friends had bought, uh, concocted a plan uh, that would give Britain, uh, allow Britain to gain control of Florida and Louisiana, and in return give uh, free access to uh, New Orleans and the Mississippi to the American merchants. Uh, the plan that uh, he concocted called for the territorial militias 
with the aid of the British fleet, to attack New Madrid, uh, New Orleans, and Pensacola. Now, to help carry out the plan, uh, several folks uh, and in 1797, uh, he gave a government agent a letter, or there, a government agent was given a letter from Blount outlining the conspiracy. The agent turned the letter over to his superior, uh, who was a colonel in Knoxville, uh, David Henley. Henley sent it on to Pickering, who had become Secretary of State, and elated at the opportunity to crush Blount, the letter over to the president. All right? So this is the kind of things that uh, that were going on uh, ever since the beginning. And this is a... Uh, this is, uh, you know, a pretty serious uh, type of event. <clears throat> we had uh, 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 every administration has had uh, some type of corruption. The only problem is, is as you as you look through the history you'll have uh you'll have each of these administrations, at least the early ones on, will have one or two things uh that occurred that uh that would call a, a political scandal or corruption. And uh and nowadays uh, as the administrations changed, uh, they grew. They've grown more and more corrupt. Uh, I don't know if it's just that uh, that that is the way the way of society. Apparently, it is. Uh, I see that uh, uh, old guy has said that. Uh, the volume is low. Is the volume low for everyone? Uh, because this has been a recurring uh, problem with the Block Talk software, and that is that uh, sometimes the sound is is okay, and sometimes the sound is not okay. But I don't have any control of it. There is no uh, volume control. Uh, for my microphone, so uh, it's like at a at a set volume. <clears throat> uh, is everybody uh, that's listening in? What are you guys in the chat room here? Are you guys? Uh, uh, is it low across the board? If it is, uh, then post in the chat room so I can so I can see. Like, there's not much I can do about it, but. Uh, uh, I'll report it uh, to the blog talk folks again. <laughs> anyway, the the scandals as each administration comes into power, the scandals increase. Uh, the 
let me see here, the Lincoln administration. Uh, this is 1861 to 1865. Simon Cameron, who was Lincoln's uh, Secretary of War, he resigned in 1862 due to corruption charges. Now, his his behavior was so notorious that uh, Congressman Thaddeus Stevens, uh, when discussing Cameron's honesty with Lincoln, told him that he didn't think he would steal a red-hot stove. Uh, but other than that, all bets were off. So when Cameron demanded Stevens retract the statement, told Lincoln, I, I believe I told you he would not steal a red-hot stove. I will now take that back. <laughs> That's funny. So there's scandal in all of the administrations. But now the the amount of scandal that we have is just uh, it's 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 unimaginable. Uh, we have a uh, we had a fairly large jump, uh, but even still, you know the the scandals and the corruption in the government, which I said is like a it's a, a pretty common thing of any government. But the the scandals were kept uh, either either they weren't. Uh, uh, reported, or uh, the, or there weren't that many, or people didn't get caught. But the scandals were not that many until you get to Lyndon Johnson's administration, and uh, this is in 1963 to 1969. <clears throat> At that time, the uh, it seems that government is taking a new turn. Uh, in Johnson's administration, you had uh, Thomas J. Todd, uh, who was a Democratic senator of Connecticut. He was censured by the Senate for financial misconduct. Adam Clayton Powell, Jr., fell from Congress, uh, but won the, the special election that was supposed to elect somebody to take his place. He won the special election, as his own replacement. Uh, that's a Democrat uh, from New York. Daniel Brewster, Democrat of Maryland, uh, who was the senator uh, from Maryland, <clears throat> pleaded uh, no contest to accepting an illegal gratuity and uh, fined $10,000. And then uh, this was in 75. Then in 72, convicted of accepting another $15,000 and got a uh, six-year term in 1973 uh, over the conviction, but got the conviction overturned. <laughs> and uh, Lawrence J. Smith, Democrat from Florida, uh, pled guilty to one count of tax evasion, one count of falling false campaign report, sentenced to three months in prison. And then James uh, uh, Hastings, Republican of New York, uh, he was elected to Congress in 68 and served from January 3rd, 1969 until he resigned on January 20, 1976 after being convicted of kickbacks and mail fraud. And uh, he served uh, 14 months 
at the Allenwood Penitentiary. <clears throat> now you come to Nixon. Now Nixon's administration has twice the number of Johnsons. Then the Carter administration. The Carter administration has, uh, or the Ford administration. The Ford administration has probably, uh, it probably has half of what the Nixon administration had. Uh, in the Ford administration, uh, we had uh, uh, Wayne Hayes, Democrat of Ohio, resigned from Congress after hiring and promoting his mistress, Elizabeth Ray. Uh, Henry Elstowski, Democrat from New Jersey, indicted on charges of accepting bribes to aid immigrants, but uh, the case got dismissed. Uh, Robert Sykes, Democrat of Florida, reprimanded for conflict of interest in failing to disclose stock uh, holdings. Uh, James Hastings, Republican in New York, convicted of kickbacks and mail fraud, took money from his employees for personal use, uh, was convicted for 14 months at Allen Wood. John Dowdy, Democrat, Texas, served six months in prison for perjury. Uh, Bertram Brodell, Democrat in New York, pleaded guilty to conspiracy, conflict of interest, served four months in prison. Frank Brosco, Democrat of New York, sentenced to three months in prison, fined $10,000 for conspiracy and accepting bribes from the mafia. Frank Clark, Democrat, Pennsylvania, paid congressional salaries to 13 Pennsylvania residents who performed no official duties. Doesn't say what if he was convicted. <laughs> this is... Uh, from the Ford ed, uh, administration. And now Ford himself pardoned uh, Nixon. Uh, right before Nixon could be tried by Congress for conspiracy and impeached for his role in the Watergate scandal, of course he resigned, then he's pardoned by Ford. <clears throat> uh, now, Paul Butts the Secretary of Agriculture was asked privately why the party of Lincoln was not able to attract more blacks. And, you know, I can't even tell you what he replied. Uh, you can look it up if you want. Uh, but there is none of his reply that can be repeated. All right. Uh, the Carter administration. The Carter administration has uh, uh, about the same number of scandals as the Nixon administration. Uh, they had the, uh, if you guys remember that, that's when the briefing book, uh, President uh, Carter's briefing book, was stolen and given to Ronald Reagan right before the uh, presidential, uh, the debates right before the presidential election. And he had uh, Burt Lance, uh, the director of OMB, who resigned amid allegations of misuse of funds during the sale of a Georgia bank to BCCI. 
Reyes was acquitted by a jury of nine counts of bank fraud. That doesn't mean he didn't do it. It just means he was acquitted. Now, for the legislative branch, <clears throat> that was the executive branch. I read the legislative branch. <clears throat> Daniel J. Flood, who's a Democrat, Pennsylvania, uh, was censured for bribery and the allegations of bribery led to his uh, resignation. Uh, Fred Richmond, Democrat, New York, convicted of tax fraud and uh, possession of marijuana, served nine months in prison. Also, uh, charges of soliciting sex from a 16-year-old boy were dropped after he submitted to counseling. Charles Diggs, Democrat of Michigan, convicted of 29 counts of mail fraud, filing, filing false payroll forms. Uh, Herman Talmadge, Democrat, Georgia. Uh, Talmadge denounced by the Senate for improper financial conduct. He was said to be reelected. Michael Myers, Democrat, Pennsylvania, received six months jail term after pleading no contest to disorderly conduct. Uh, Charles Wilson, Democrat, California, censured after he converted $25,000 in campaign funds to his own use and, select, and accepted about $11,000 from, from a man with a direct interest in legislation before Congress. John Conley, Republican, Texas, milk money scandal. Accused of accepting a $10,000 bribe. He was acquitted. Richard Tony, Democrat, Louisiana, pleaded guilty to receiving illegal campaign contributions. Korea Gate scandal involved the alleged bribery of more than 30 members of Congress by the South Korean government, represented by Thompson Park. Uh, a lot of the Koreans and congressmen were, were allegedly involved, ended up not even being charged or reprimanded. Uh, but the most notable ones are uh, Richard Hanna, Democrat of California. He pleaded guilty and uh, was sentenced to six to 30 months in federal prison. Uh, Otto Passman, Democrat, Louisiana. Uh, John McFall, Edward Ryobel, and Charles Wilson. All uh, Democrats from California, uh, those three were censored and reprimanded. That is uh, Carter's. Now, we get to the Reagan administration. Now, when you get to the Reagan administration, the list of scandals... Uh, skyrockets. Uh, when you look at uh, Carter administration, you've got about uh, three inches of scandals. At the Reagan administration, there's about 25 inches of scandals. Uh, with the majority of them being from the executive branch. <clears throat> Uh, we have the housing and urban development scandal. It's a scandal concerning bribery by selected contractors for low-income housing projects. Uh, this was the folks involved in this, Samuel Pierce, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, George Watt, Secretary of the, the Interior, 
uh, uh, Deborah Dean, uh, executive assistant to Samuel Pierce, uh, Philip Wynn, assistant secretary of HUD, Thomas Dimry, Joseph Strauss, Sylvia de Bartolome. We have the uh, WedTech scandal. The WedTech Corporation was convicted of bribery for Defense Department contracts. Uh, there is a whole slew of folks here. Uh, all of the Democratic uh, uh, senators from New York. Uh, savings and loan scandal, uh, where 747 savings and loans failed, had to be rescued with $160 billion of taxpayers' money. This is in connection with the Keating FISA scandal. We have the Iran Contra affair, uh, where the CIA had William Casey and Oliver North. Uh, with the uh, NSC, National Security Council, uh, set up a program to sell tow missiles to Iran for the return of the U.S. hostages and then use part of the money received to fund Contra rebels trying to overthrow the left-wing government of Nicaragua, which was in direct violation of Congress. This was uh, uh, a direct breach of the Boland Amendment. And the way they were trying to get around it was by trying to get the money from Iran and have it go straight to the Contras. And, and that way it never it was never in receivership by the United States. The United States was, was never going to be officially, uh, uh, you know, in, uh, officially guilty of funding this because it, the money never came to us. But that didn't happen. Now, Reagan went on TV and stated that there was no arms for hostages deal, but was forced to admit, also on TV, that yes, there had been. Uh, we had Casper uh, Weinberger, Secretary of Defense, who was indicted on two counts of perjury. Uh, William Casey, head of the CIA. Uh, 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 Robert McFarlane, the National Security Advisor, convicted of withholding evidence. Uh, Elliot Abrams, Secretary of State, convicted of withholding evidence. Alan D. Fears, Chief of the CIA Central American Tax Force, convicted of withholding evidence. Claire George, Chief of uh, Covert Ops CIA, convicted of two charges of perjury. Guys, uh, got probation, some of them got pardoned by George H. Bush. Uh, Oliver North, convicted of accepting an illegal gratuity, obstruction of a congressional inquiry, and destruction of documents. But the ruling was overturned since he had been granted immunity. Fawn Hall, remember Fawn Hall? Oliver North's secretary was given immunity from prosecution on charges of conspiracy and destroying documents in exchange for her testimony. Uh, John Poindexter, National Security Advisor, convicted of five counts of conspiracy, destruction of justice, perjury, defrauding the government, alteration and destruction of evidence, 
uh, Kledge, uh, Richard Secord, Albert Hakeem, Thomas G. Kleins, uh, uh, Carl Chanel, Richard Miller, Joseph Fernandez, uh, all of these folks tied up in the uh, Iran-Contra scandal. Then we have the Islaw affair, which was a protracted legal case that alleged that uh, top-level officials of President Ronald Reagan's Department of Justice were involved in software piracy of the uh, Promise Program from Inflaw Incorporated, forcing it into bankruptcy. Uh, the Attorney General, Edwin Meese, and his successor, Attorney General Dick Thorn- uh, Thornburgh, were both found to have blocked the investigation of the matter. Now, they were succeeded by uh, Attorney General William P. Barr, who refused to investigate and no charges were ever filed. Uh, <clears throat> The the legislative branch. Listen, I'm not going to go. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of this, but uh, we'll go over some of the high points. Everybody remembers Barney Frank, the uh, congressman, the Democrat of Massachusetts, lived with convicted felon Steve Gobi. Ran a gay prostitution operation from Frank's apartment. Uh, Frank was admonished by Congress for using his congressional privilege to eliminate 33 parking tickets attributed to Gobi. Uh, Anthony Anthony Lee uh, Colho resigned rather than face uh, inquiries, both from the Justice Department and House Ethics Committee, about an allegedly unethical junk bond deal which netted him six grand. He was never charged with any crime, but uh, he did resign. Jim Wright, Democrat, Texas House Speaker, resigned after an ethics investigation led by Newt Gingrich, which alleged the improper receipt of $145,000 in gifts. Uh, You have the Keating Five, which which started off the failure of Lincoln Savings and Loan. And the Charles Keating was donating to the campaigns of five senators to try and get help. Now, he did serve 42 months in prison. The five that were investigated found that Alan Cranston, who was a Democratic senator of California, Dennis DeConcini, Democratic Arizona of Arizona, Don Regal, Democrat of Michigan, uh, John Glenn, Democrat Ohio, and John McCain, Republican of Arizona. They all used poor judgment. Uh, we had Abscam. I don't know if you guys remember Abscam. But that was where the uh, the FBI set up uh, uh, a big boat and had a bunch of guys dressed up like Arabs trying to bribe congressmen, and uh, they ended up uh, six congressmen eventually got convicted of accepting bribes. You had uh, Harrison Williams, who is the uh, Democratic senator of New Jersey, uh, John Jurinich, uh the Democratic rep from South Carolina, 
uh, Raymond Lederer, Democrat of Pennsylvania, uh, Michael Myers, Democrat of Pennsylvania, Frank Thompson, Democrat of New Jersey, John M. Murphy, Democrat of New York, and Richard Kelly, Republican of Florida. All these guys accepted bribes and uh, ended up getting convicted and sentenced. Uh, and there's plenty more. I'm just going over the, the high points of it. Then uh, we get to the Clinton administration. Now, <clears throat> once you get to... Wait a minute. I just... I just pop right by the George Bush administration. George Bush has probably one of the least, uh, one of the smallest. Where Ronald Reagan had 25 inches, uh, George Bush has uh, uh, two and a half inches of uh, space used for the scandals. But the majority of that is from the executive branch. during the election campaign, now Bush denied any knowledge of the Iran-Contra affair by saying he was out of the loop. But his own diaries at that time stated, I'm one of the few people that know the full details. Now, he repeatedly refused to disclose this to the investigators and ended up winning the election in uh, 1988. <clears throat> uh, it would be hard to imagine that George Bush... Uh, former head of the CIA uh, was not in a loop on what the CIA was doing. Uh, the treasurer of the United States, Catalina Vasquez, the uh, Alpando, pleaded guilty to obstruction of justice and tax evasion. The only United States treasurer ever sent to prison. Uh, the Iran-Contra affair pardons. Uh, Bush granted clemency to five convicted government officials and Gaspar Weinberger, who went to, to trial. Weinberger's trial hadn't begun yet. Pardoned him even beforehand, so that that action prevented any further investigation uh, into the matter. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, and then. Uh, in the legislative branch, you have Albert Bustamante, Democrat of Texas, convicted of accepting bribes, Lawrence J. Smith, Democrat of Florida, uh, guilty of tax fraud, lying to federal officials, served three months in jail. Uh, David uh, Durenberger, Republican Senator of Minnesota, denounced by the Senate for unethical financial transactions and then disbarred. He pled guilty to misuse of public funds and was given one year of probation. In the judicial grants, we had Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas, who was accused of sexual harassment by former employee Anita Hill. But the uh, nomination was approved. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was a that was front page news uh, for quite a while. Uh, Walter Nixon, the United States judge, he was impeached by the House and convicted by the Senate 
for perjury. And that brings us to the Clinton administration. Uh, the Clinton administration, first off, we've got uh, Ronald Blackley, uh, Chief of Staff to the Secretary of Agriculture, Mike Espy, who's sentenced to 27 months for perjury. Secretary uh, Espy was found innocent on all counts. Now, I was watching a show uh, last night, and I, I would encourage you guys to the uh, a DVR recorder, uh, you know, set it to record the thing, and you can watch it. It's called District of Corruption, and uh, it is a documentary uh, created by Judicial Watch, and they go through and explain these scandals in the government and how how they are linked to each other and what they mean, how the corruption has evolved in government. They were talking about the administration of Bill Clinton, and they compared it, Clinton's administration was compared to organized, uh, to professional organized crime. They said that his administration was, uh, was comparable to organized crime, and one of the things that Clinton did was he he monetized the presidency, uh, and by that I mean he made he created a situation where if you wanted to uh, gain access to the president, if you wanted to spend the night uh, in the White House, uh, no matter what it was, it cost you something. Now Bill Clinton was impeached by the House of Representatives for perjury and obstruction of justice for allegedly lying under oath about sexual relations with intern Monica Lewinsky. Clinton was acquitted by the Senate, remained in office for the rest of his term. Clinton subsequently was cited for contempt of court and agreed to a five-year suspension of his Arkansas law license. On October 1st, 2001, Bill Clinton was barred from practicing law before the Supreme Court of the United States. <clears throat> now, everybody knows, uh, I don't think you can not know, over and over, uh, the, the television, uh, all the way from uh, CNN to Saturday Night Live, uh, the the famous, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Uh, but it turns out he did. Uh, and if that was the only thing, if that was, if it was simple, simply uh, an errant sexual uh, peccadillo, then uh, then maybe, uh, uh, maybe it wouldn't have been such a big deal, but that's not all it was. Uh, Clinton opened up trees uh, our nuclear data uh, to the Chinese uh, for some for some reason uh, and without any uh, without any uh, getting any go ahead from anybody else he gave 
the Chinese access uh, to an unbelievable amount of data uh, from our nuclear uh, uh, weapons testing program. And that's one of the reasons that they have the nuclear program that they have today. Uh, the, The beginning of the United States uh, China deals began with Clinton. <clears throat> the uh, and who knows who knows where uh, where this all has ended or at what cost it uh, has cost the United States. But we can certainly say that it sped up the Chinese nuclear weapons program by decades. Uh, Clinton used his his powers of pardon to pardon an unbelievable list of criminals uh, on his last, uh, I don't remember if it was his his last day or his next to last day, but uh, he pardoned an unbelievable amount of, of criminals uh, before he left the office. And hold on just a second here. I'm going to pull up the, the Clinton pardons for you to, so I can give them to you. Uh, Clinton's and, you know, all, all presidents have the uh, the power uh, to pardon. But uh, the list of Clinton's uh, pardons was very long. And the thing that, one of the things that made it a controversy was that there was a lot of money involved uh, in the pardons. Uh, we had uh, probably one of the uh, the most infamous, infamous of these was Mark Rich, and uh, Rich was the the international commodities trader, head fudge manager, you know, financier. Uh, he was uh, a creator of the spot market for crude oil, and he became, he became one of the of history's most financially successful commodity traders. <clears throat> Uh, but he ended up uh, being indicted in the United States on federal charges of tax evasion and also illegally making deals, uh, uh, oil deals with Iran during the Iran hostage crisis. Uh, He was in Switzerland when he got indicted, never returned to the United States after he got indicted because he didn't want to come back and, and face trial. But he ended up getting a pardon that was brokered by Hillary's brother. I believe that he received uh, close to a half million dollars uh, by for lobbying for Rich's pardon from his brother-in-law, President Clinton. And Clinton gave uh, Mark Rich a pardon on his last day in office. <clears throat> Uh, and like I said, there was a 
there was a good number of folks uh, that that were pardoned uh, by Clinton on his last day in office. Uh, a little over 150 uh, folks, uh, and and the crimes were, uh, or you name it, uh, everything from manufacturing uh, to see uh, to uh, every other drug, manufacturing uh, cocaine, distributing marijuana. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, like I said, you name it. And the folks uh, were anybody from anybody on uh, Clinton's team uh, that had family members that uh, uh, that were uh, in trouble or or folks they were able to uh, to somehow uh, trade money for the pardons. Uh, like I said, the Clinton administration really, uh, really did a great deal of uh, of monetizing the presidency. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the legislative branch during Clinton's administration. Uh, we have Barbara Rose Collins, Democrat, Michigan, uh, using campaign funds for personal use. Uh, Austin Murphy, Democrat, Pennsylvania, convicted of engaging in voter fraud. Uh, let's see, he went to a nursing home and filled out absentee ballots uh, for all the people there. Uh, Walter Tucker, Democrat, California, uh, he resigned before conviction of charges on extortion and income tax fraud while he was a mayor of Compton, and he spent uh, 27 months in prison. Nicholas uh, Marvolius, Democrat of Massachusetts, guilty of bribery charges. Lawrence Smith, Democrat of Florida, uh, tax evasion, filing false campaign reports. Uh, Carl Perkins, Democrat of Kentucky, guilty of a check-kiting scheme. Carol Hubbard, Democrat convicted, uh, illegally funding, funneling money to his wife's campaign. Mary Rose Oker, Democrat of Ohio, charged with seven felonies. Uh, Walter Fontroy, Democrat of uh, D.C., convicted of filing false disclosure forms. Uh, Jack Russ, Sergeant-at-Arms of the House, convicted of three counts. Uh, Buzz Lukens, Republican of Ohio, convicted of bribery and conspiracy. Uh, Dan Rostenkowski uh, was part of the Congressional Post Office scandal. This was a conspiracy to embezzle the House posts his office money through stamps and postal vouchers to congressmen. Uh, Rostenkowski was convicted, spent 18 months in prison, uh, Democrat of Illinois, Joe Coulter, Democrat of Pennsylvania, convicted one count of conspiracy. Uh, Robert K. Rota, the postmaster, 
convicted of one count of conspiracy, two counts of embezzlement. All right, now, now we are at the Bush administration. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, the Bush administration was guilty of everything, not just of what they did during the Bush administration, but the Bush administration is guilty of everything that has happened during the Obama administration, too, just so that you guys know that. And although a lot of people uh, want to uh, want to look fondly at the Bush administration, uh, you've got to remember that uh, that it was good old George Bush who brought us uh, the PRISM program, that's P-R-I-S-M, not P-R-I-S-O-N, the P-R-I-S-M program, uh, which was signed and launched September 11, 2007, after he signed the Protect America Act, which allowed the National Security Agency to start a massive domestic surveillance program, which eventually became uh, known as PRISM. And uh, Bush said, I'll put that program in a place to protect the country. I'm, I'm spying on you guys for your own good. Uh, Bush also, uh, this isn't part of the scandal here, but I'll tell you, Bush is also <coughs> Bush of the Patriot uh, Act. And, uh, and uh, I'm not even going to get started on that right now. Let me just finish this. Uh, Philip Sixto was appointed by Bush uh, to be his special assistant for intergovernmental affairs, uh, as well as deputy director uh, for the Office of Public Liaison. Now, he resigned a few weeks later uh, because of his misuse of grant money from the U.S. Agency for International Development when he worked there for the Center for Free Cuba. And uh, he was sentenced to 30 months of prison for stealing a little over $600,000 for personal use. Uh, Timothy Gogling, special assistant President Bush, resigned when he discovered that more than 20 of his columns had been plagiarized from an Indiana newspaper. <laughs> that's, just, that's just lazy. Scott Block was appointed by President Bush to head the United States Office of Special Counsel. And on April 27, 2010, Block pleaded guilty to criminal contempt of Congress for willfully and unlawfully withholding pertinent information from a House committee investigating his decision to have several government computers wiped. So on February 2nd, uh, Judge Deborah Robinson ruled that Block faced a mandatory sentence of at least one month in prison. Louis Libby, chief of staff to... Uh, Vice President Dick Cheney, Scooter, was convicted of perjury and obstruction of justice claim affair on March uh, 6, 2007. He was sentenced to 30 months in prison and fined $250,000. The sentence was commuted by George W. Bush on July 1, 2007. The felony remains on Libby's record, though the jail time and fine were commuted. 
Uh, Alfonso Jackson, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, resigned while under investigation by the Justice Department for alleged cronyism and favoritism. Carl Rove, Senior Advisor to President George Bush, was investigated by the Office of Special Counsel for improper political influence over government decision-making, as well as for his involvement in several other scandals, such as Lawyergate, the Bush White House email controversy, and the Plame Affair. The Plame Affair, that's Valerie Plame. Uh, he resigned in April 2007. Richard Griven, Assistant Secretary of State for Diplomatic Security, appointed by Bush, uh, who made key decisions regarding the department's oversight of private security contractor Blackwater, USA resigned in November 2007 after a critical review by the House Oversight Committee found that his office had failed to adequately supervise private contractors during the Blackwater Baghdad shootings, protecting U.S. diplomats in Iraq. In the first days of Iraq, it was the, it was the Wild West there. Uh, and I can't, uh, I can't either even tell you how much, how much money was shoveled at these guys, the uh, private security firms and uh, Blackwater, and uh, tons and tons of money, uh, billions of dollars. And every time I think about that, I think about, uh, I think about. Uh, misuse of even uh, even a couple of million dollars. And then you'll have people say, oh, well, there was only a couple of million dollars that they misused. But think about how many families have to work and scrimp and save so that they can pay their taxes, which can go to these millions of dollars of being misused and stolen and wasted. It, it's it's mind boggling. Uh, Howard Krongard, who was a Republican tribute, uh, contributor, he was appointed Inspector General of the United States uh, State Department by Bush in 2005. Now, after he was accused by the House Oversight Committee of improperly interfering with investigations into uh, the Blackwater affair concerning the Blackwater Baghdad shootings. Krongad, uh, Krongard resigned. Uh, then there was Lawyergate. Uh, uh, this was, this was to President Bush firing without explanation. Eleven Republican federal accusers whom he himself had appointed and it's alleged they were fired for prosecuting Republicans and not prosecuting Democrats. When congressional hearings were called, a number of senior Justice Department officials cited executive privilege and refused to testify under oath, and instead they resigned. Uh, and this included, uh, well, uh, 12 different uh, uh uh, attorneys 
and uh, members of the Justice Department. <clears throat> yeah, the Bush email, the Bush White House email controversy. Now, during the LawyerGate investigation, we discovered that the Bush administration used uh, RNC Republican National Committee web servers for millions of emails, which were then destroyed, lost, or deleted. Uh, in possible violation of the Presidential Records Act and the Hatch Act. Uh, uh, a whole number of folks, uh, George Bush, Dick Cheney, Karl Rove, uh, uh, Andrew Carter, Taylor Scott Jennings, and a number of other folks all used the RNC web servers uh, for the majority of their emails. Uh, of 88 officials investigated, 51 showed no emails at all. There, there was as many as 5 million emails requested by the congressional investigators who, which made them unavailable, lost, or deleted. I'm sure that they were, uh, they were attempting to use RNC web servers to get around having to make uh, these emails public. And then uh, whenever the investigators went after them, they just destroyed them. Uh, uh, Lorita Alexis Stone resigned as head of the General Services Administration. Now, she was under scrutiny for conflict of interest violations of the Hatch Act. Now, among other things, she had asked GSA employees how they could, how they could quote, help Republican candidates. And... And that you, that you just can't do that. Uh, that's that's almost uh, strong-arming. You had uh, John Corsmo, chairman of the Federal Housing Finance Board. He pled guilty to lying to Congress and was sentenced to 18 months of unsupervised probation and fined five grand. Uh, uh, you had Darlene A. Uh, Druyan was the principal deputy undersecretary of the Air Force. He was nominated by George Bush, uh, and she pled guilty to inflating the price of contracts to favor her future employer, Boeing. Now, in 2004, she was sentenced to nine months in jail for corruption, fined five grand, given three years of release, and she began her prison term on January 5, 2005. Uh, Cooney, Bush appointee to the chair of the Council on Environmental Quality was accused of editing government climate reports to emphasize doubts about global warming. Uh, two days later, Cooney announced his resignation and later conceded his role in altering reports stating, my sole loyalty was to the president and advancing the policies of his administration. Uh, accused of editing government climate reports to emphasize doubts about global warming. Uh, okay. Uh, Jack Abramoff scandal, in which the prominent lobbyist with close ties to Republican administration officials and legislators offered bribes as part of his lobbying efforts. Abramoff eventually was sentenced to four years in prison, and, uh, and uh, there were quite a few folks that uh, got kind of sucked down into this with him. He had uh, uh, David Safavian, who was the, general, the uh, GSA, Chief of Staff, General Services Administration. He was found, found guilty of blocking justice and lying. He got 18 months. Roger Stilwell, uh, 
Department of the Interior under President uh, George Bush pled guilty and received two years suspended sentence. Susan Ralston uh, resigned after it became known she accepted gifts and passed information to her former boss, Jack Abramoff. She was a special assistant to the president. Uh, Stephen Giles, <clears throat> former secretary, former deputy secretary of the interior, uh, pleaded guilty of obstruction of justice, sentenced to 10 months. Talia Federici, staff to the secretary of the interior and uh, president of the Council of Republicans for Environmental Advocacy, but guilty of tax evasion, obstruction of justice. Uh, she got four years probation. Jared Carpenter, vice president. Council of Republicans for Environmental Advocacy uh, was discovered during the April Ross investigation, pled guilty to income tax evasion. Uh, so he wasn't part of that scandal, but they found out that when they were, when they shined a light on him, that he was uh, evading income tax. Mark Zacharis, uh, with the Department of Labor, bribed by April Ross, guilty of conspiracy. Robert uh, Coughlin, Deputy Chief of Staff, Criminal Division of the Justice Department, uh, pled guilty to conflict of interest after accepting bribes from Jack Abramoff. Uh, uh, there is a whole list that goes on from here of, uh, of folks. Now, am I... Uh, I'm going to refresh the chat room because it looks like there's not hasn't been a single entry made in there, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if if it's just frozen or if uh, it must be it must must have been frozen. Uh, all right, there we go. It's not frozen. It's not frozen, Scout. Right. Well, I'll just, I'll just uh, refresh it, and uh, because I, you know, you, you never know because it, uh, with the Blog Talk software, when it's going to be, when it's going to be uh, frozen, and when it's not. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was a, uh, there was a great deal of uh, skullduggery that has gone on uh, in the during the Bush administration's uh, handling of the Iraq war. <clears throat> the yellow cake forgery which is just before the 2003 invasion of Iraq, the Bush administration presented evidence to the United Nations that Iraq was seeking material, yellow cake uranium, in Africa for making nuclear weapons. Now, though presented as true, it was later found out not only to be dubious, but outright false. Uh, the 
Borg's document, uh, initially revealed by uh, SISMI, which is the Italian military intelligence, <clears throat> uh, the document seemed to depict an attempt made by Saddam Hussein to purchase yellow cake uranium powder from Niger during the Iraq disarmament crisis. On the basis of these documents and, and other indicators, the government of the United States and the United Kingdom asserted that Iraq had violated the United Nations sanctions uh, by uh, of, uh, procuring nuclear material for the purpose of creating weapons of mass destruction. Uh, what ended up happening is that the documents uh, were false. So, and if you want to read about it, you can just go to the uh, uh, Google the uh, Niger uh, uranium forgeries, and uh, and it is a long and detailed uh, muddy affair. Uh, concerning the uh, the forged documents and the uh, supposed yellow cake uranium. But at the end of the day, everybody wants to know who forged these documents. But no one has ever been convicted of forging the documents. Now, there's been various theories uh, reported on them. And uh, but but nobody seems to know for sure where they came from. Now it's as far as anyone knows, there it's still unknown how the Italian intelligence agencies uh, came into possession of the documents and why the documents weren't given directly to the United States. Uh, in 2005, Vincent Canestraro, the former head of the, the counterterrorism operations at the CIA and the intelligence director at the uh, NS National Security Council, expressed the opinion that the documents had been produced in the United States and then funneled back here by the, to the Italians. Uh, the documents were fabricated by supporters of the policy in the United States, the policy, policy being that you had to invade Iraq in order to get rid of Saddam Hussein. Uh, the forgery may have been a deliberate entrapment uh, by former CIA officers to settle a score against Cheney and other uh, neocons. Uh, we, you know, we nobody. Nobody's really sure. Uh, apparently, some of the agency folks were so so pissed at Cheney. They said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put the bite on these guys," and they were going to uh, forge these documents, uh, let the United States use them, and then uh, let it be known that they were forgeries. So uh, it's it, it's it's still unclear. Uh, you know what uh, 
where or how it came from. Uh, now, regardless, uh, there was yellow cake uh, in Iraq. And in 2008, the United States uh, shipped quickly refined uranium ore out of Iraq. And the yellow cake had been stockpiled prior to the first Gulf War and uh, was declared to the International Atomic Energy Agency. More than uh, 550 tons of yellow cake was removed from Iraq and eventually shipped to Canada. What? Uh, 550 tons of yellow cake uranium to Canada. All right. Uh, that's just one of the one of the, the things going on. But if you if you would like to read about a uh, uh, a really uh, convoluted operation, then uh, then you can Google Niger. Uranium forgeries because let me tell you this it is a doozy. Uh, we have the Plame affair, uh, where CIA agent Valerie Plame's name was supposedly leaked uh, by Richard Armitage, Deputy Secretary of State to the press, in retaliation for her husband's criticism of the reports used by George Bush to legitimize the Iraq War. Armitage admitted it was the leak, but no wrongdoing was found. Now, they actually made a movie about this, and they really played it up. And uh, to me, it's really, it, it, it's really very, very silly, uh, the whole affair. Uh, you can read about that, too. I'm not going to go into that, but you can read about that, too, because uh, by the time her name was leaked, Everybody knew uh, that Plame uh, worked for the CIA. Uh, she wasn't some special agent. She wasn't any, some, some James Bond type. But everybody already knew that, uh, that Plame worked for the CIA. I mean, it was common knowledge. Uh, she, she didn't uh, hide it from any of her friends, from anybody. It wasn't like... She was a deep cover CIA operative, <laughs> and uh, and Armitage admitted he that uh, that he mentioned her name, but it wasn't. Uh, uh, I think that they tried to make it sound like uh, now she was going to be killed because uh, people knew she was a CIA operative. Uh, but this is all just the. This is all just of the the ongoing uh, political idiocy in Washington. Uh, We have the NSA warrantless surveillance. Now, shortly after the September 11th attacks in 2001, President Bush implemented a secret program by the NSA to eavesdrop on domestic telephone calls by American citizens without warrants thus bypassing the uh, FISA court, which must approve all such actions. You know, if you're going to get a wiretap uh, on you, then it has to go through the FISA court. Uh, In 2010, federal judge Von Walker ruled this practice to be illegal. But guess what? It's still going on. 
the NSA, I'm sure, has never missed a beat in eavesdropping. Uh, they have uh, they have the program, and I'm sure that the uh, I'm sure that the uh, the latest uh, programming has been superseded by by something even more uh, uh, powerful, <clears throat> but the uh, but the NSA has been listening to uh, folks' phone calls uh, for a long time and. Uh, didn't just start in uh, in 2001 with President Bush, although he wanted folks to uh, he wanted them to listen to folks. And uh, the NSA, you know, has a has a huge uh, system of uh, of information gathering uh, gear. And they had uh, the program. Uh, can't remember the name of the program that they used, but it it is a way for them for the machines for the uh, uh, supercomputers uh, to uh, to provide total uh, access to all communications going on between the nation's largest telecommunications companies, uh, including phone conversations, uh, email, web browsing, uh, corporate private network traffic. Uh, it, can, it, it can comb through all of this, uh, you know, apparently uh, searching for uh, searching for information, uh, let's see, one of the programs, there's a program before this, the, the, the program then, I believe, is in code name Stellar Wind, and uh, there was an article published about this back in uh, December of 2005, and uh, uh, Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez confirmed the existence of the Stellar Wind program. And uh, it combs through the uh, hundreds of millions of conversations of all types, uh, telephone, email, everything, uh, looking for certain key factors. Uh, maybe it's something that you say uh, if you said the word bomb or said the word nuclear or if you said somebody's name. It could be programmed to search for anything. Uh, so there's not when you think about this, you don't have uh, you don't have uh, thousands of agents sitting there listening to you in real time. This is the the computers doing this. They're going through the the conversations and listening for certain words and uh, and gathering uh, an unbelievable amount of information. The problem is. <clears throat> 
is what are they going to do with this information that they've been gathering? Uh, illegal. Uh, regardless, <clears throat> uh, they're still doing it. All right. Uh, in the legislative branch, uh, Ted Stevens, convicted of seven counts of bribery, Charles Rangel, Democrat in New York, uh, failed to report 75 grand, is forced to pay $11,000 in back taxes. Uh, Rick Lindsay, Republican Arizona, uh, three years in prison, federal corruption charges, bribery, fraud, money laundering, that uh, netted him $700,000. Frank Balance, Democrat, North Carolina, uh, federal charges of money laundering and mail fraud, four years in prison. The Jack Abramoff scandal, uh, Abramoff serving 70 months and fined $24.7 million. Uh, Along with Abramoff, uh, Tom DeLay, uh, Republican of Texas, Michael Scanlon, Republican, former staff to Tom DeLay, Tony Rudy, former staff to Tom DeLay, uh, William Heaton, former chief of staff for Bob Ney, uh, John Albaugh, uh, James uh, uh, Hearney, Kevin Ling, uh, all of these folks were uh, charged with wire fraud, uh, accepting bribes, <clears throat> uh, a, a ton of folks uh, connected with the Abramoff scandals. <clears throat> uh, but like I said, he was served, uh, I mean, he was fined $24.7 million, Jack Abramoff. <clears throat> Uh, Doolittle uh, and his wife under investigation uh, he resigned or he didn't he decided not to run for re-election but uh, he was not found guilty, guilty of any wrongdoing, wrongdoing. Randy Cunningham uh, guilty conspiracy to commit bribery mail fraud wire fraud tax evasion uh, sentenced to eight years Kyle Fago, executive director of the CIA, convicted of honest services fraud, the awarding of government contracts, and it's a 37 months in federal prison. Can win, Republican congressional candidate, 47th district, convicted of voter intimidation, uh, lost election since one year prison, and six months in a halfway house. Cynthia McKinney, Democrat, Georgia, struck a U.S. Capitol Police officer in the chest after he attempted to stop her from going around a security checkpoint. McKinney apologized on the floor of the House and no charges were filed. Well, how do you like that? Strikes a Capitol Police officer in the chest after he attempted to stop her from going around a security checkpoint. Now, who would do that? It would be somebody that didn't want to go through a checkpoint because why? 
Why would you not want to go through a checkpoint? Because you have something to fear from the checkpoint. So she punches the officer in the chest, struck him in the chest, and, and nothing happens. Now, can you imagine what would happen to you or I if we struck a United States Capitol Police officer in the chest after we tried to go around a security checkpoint? Tell me what you think would happen to you or I if we did that. <clears throat> Well, I can tell you right now, it wouldn't be pretty. Uh, William Jefferson, Louisiana. Uh, the FBI seized $90,000 in cash from Jefferson's home freezer. He was reelected anyway, and he lost in 2008. Jefferson was convicted of 11 counts of bribery, sentenced to 13 years on November 13, 2009, and his chief of staff, Brett Pfeiffer was sentenced to 84 months in a related case. And so, so he was reelected anyway, even though they found the $90,000 in cash. Bill Janklaw, Republican South Dakota, convicted of second-degree manslaughter for running a stop sign and killing a motorcyclist. Resigned from the House and given 100 days in the county jail in three years. Torcelli, Democrat Senate in New Jersey. Uh, after 14 years in the House, one term in the Senate, Torcelli declined to run again when accused of taking illegal contributions from Korean businessman David Chang. Jim Trafficant, Democrat Ohio, found guilty on 10 felony counts of financial corruption, sentenced to eight years in prison and expelled from the House. This is this is every year, guys. Every year, uh, uh, politicians that are supposed to be servicemen in Washington. Every year, they are accepting bribes. They are stealing. There's fraud every single year. Uh, that brings us to the Obama administration. Now, I'm not sure exactly what's going on here because uh, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm looking at, uh, at one of the Google pages on this, and it's about as skinny as it can be. I don't know how, it, how a lot of the scandals have been left out, but they certainly have. Uh, uh, first off the, bra- off the bat, we've got Eric Holder, Attorney General, held in contempt of Congress after refusing to release documents which the House of Representatives had demanded concerning the fast and furious gun-walking operation. Uh, fast and furious gun-walking operation. Uh, so Eric Holder is held in contempt of Congress. Now, has he been put in jail? Uh, is he doing time over this? Because Holder's uh, operation there allowed thousands of firearms to be illegally exported into Mexico. They've now caused the death of several American law enforcement officers and over 200, over 200 
Mexican civilians and officers. And he's just refusing to release the documents. And he's still there. He's still Attorney General. Uh, he's also the the same Attorney General. All of the voter intimidation uh, charges against the new Black Panther Party. Apparently, it is okay if you are dressed in uh, uh, paramilitary gear and you stand outside uh, a, a voting place uh, with a club in your hand and you yell racial epitaphs, uh, that that's okay. It is a-okay uh, as long as you're a member of the black party doing it. I can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine if, uh, if there were some uh, guys in the KKK who were standing uh, in front of the voter uh, station uh, yelling racial epitaphs and, uh, and intimidating black voters, I can't imagine that, uh, that, that those charges would be dropped. Not that I would want them to. I think I, if, 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 if there were guys out there doing that, uh, I would think that uh, they should go to jail, go to prison, and I believe that for everybody. I believe that for everybody, not just for the white KKK guys. I believe it for everybody, and uh, and for some reason, it ain't happened. Uh, the office of attorney general appears to be held by an unbelievably, uh, I would have to say, corrupt uh, attorney general. <clears throat> I can't imagine any other uh, any other way to describe it. We also have Terrence Flynn, uh, appointee of Barack Obama to the National Labor Relations Board. He resigned in May 2012 after being accused of serious ethical violations by leaking information to the National Association of Manufacturers. Uh, Martha Johnson, head of the General Services Administration, fired two top GSA officials and resigned herself after it was revealed that $822,000 had been spent in Las Vegas on a four-day training conference for 300 GSA employees. $822,000. That's... Uh, close to 30 grand apiece. Uh, the IRS admitted to inappropriate investigations of conservative political groups associated with the Tea Party. President Obama labeled the IRS actions inexcusable. He demanded and accepted the resignation of Stephen T. Miller, acting commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service. Other retirements arising from the scandal included Joseph Grant, Commissioner of the IRS Tax Exempt and Government Institutes Division, and Lois Lerner, of the IRS Office of Exempt Organizations. She stated she had not done anything wrong, then took the fifth of the House Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. She retired after an internal investigation found that she ne ne neglected her duties and was going to call for her ouster, and uh, she just resigned. <clears throat> now, 
that I can't believe that uh, can't believe that the uh, and Clinton's office did the same thing. I didn't notice that in any of these scandals lists for him. So apparently, this list of of scandals is is not all inclusive by any means. Uh, but the government uh, has used IRS as their intimidation dog uh, ever since the IRS has been formed. I think that the IRS, uh, if I were the uh, the incoming president, it'd be one of the first uh, government departments that I closed down. Uh, the IRS, the ATF, the DEA, there would be quite a few of the agencies and offices that I would I would just close down. Uh, I don't see how an organization, and uh, especially when they have uh, they have they've done these uh, tests where they've contacted the IRS. And they've asked for uh, of rules or laws, and they would, they asked uh, in one case they asked I think thirty or forty IRS officials uh, what the correct procedure was, and they got thirty or forty different answers. Uh, the the IRS it just turned into a huge uh, monster. Uh, and and I don't agree with uh, a lot of the stuff that they try. I'll leave it at that. Uh, in the legislative branch, uh, Rick Rinsley, uh was found guilty of 17 counts against him, which included wire fraud, conspiracy, extortion, racketeering, money laundering, making false statements to insurance regulators, uh, uh, Mike Grappo, Republican Idaho, arrested, later pled guilty to drinking and driving in a Virginia court. Court fined $250, and he was sentenced to 180 days in prison, but served no time. Hmm. wonder how you do that. I wonder how you get sentenced to 180 days in prison, but you serve no time. Hmm. Trey Riddell, Republican of Florida, who was supported by the Tea Party, arrested for Possession of cocaine on October 29, 2013. Time offender. He was sentenced to one year probation and fined $250. Uh, Riddell announced he would take a leave of absence, but did not design. Uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. pled guilty to one felony count of fraud for using $750,000 of campaign money to buy personal uh, items such as stuffed animals, elk heads, and fur capes. His wife, Amy Jackson, was a Chicago city alderman, but guilty of filing false income statements at the same time. And it doesn't say what the outcome of this was. I don't know if he's still, if, if this case is still ongoing. Uh, Laura Richardson, Democrat, California, found guilty of seven counts of violating U.S. House rules by improperly using her staff to campaign for her destroying the evidence and tampering with witness testimony. Committee ordered Richardson to pay a fine of $10,000. Well, okay. Uh, 
John Ensign, Republican Nevada, resigned his Senate seat on May 2011, just before the Senate Ethics Committee could examine possible fiscal violations in connection with his extramarital affair with Cynthia Hampton. Uh, and there's a deal with prosecutors, apparently this soon made, but the details have not been released. Uh, Tom DeLay, 2010. Uh, DeLay convicted of money laundering uh, related to illegal campaign finance activities. On January 10th, 2011, sentenced to three years in prison in Texas. In 2013, the Texas Court of Appeals overturned the 2010 conviction for lack of evidence. Uh, Thomas Porches, federal judge for Eastern Louisiana, was unanimously impeached by the U.S. House of Representatives on charges of bribery and perjury in March 2010, convicted by the U.S. Senate and removed from office. Uh, this was an appointee by Bill Clinton. Bribery <clears throat> uh, and perjury. It says he was removed, but I would think that jury, which are criminal charges, would also carry a criminal sentence. Samuel B. Kitt, federal judge of Galveston, Texas, sentenced to 33 months in prison for lying about sexually harassing two female employees. Uh, 33 months in prison. All right. Uh, there is... This is uh, by no means, uh, by anywhere near, I don't know if uh, if the people who are writing this list, which has to be it, the people who are writing this, the list of uh, scandals for the Obama administration, if there is, they just, I guess they're deciding not to uh, to enter a lot of them. And in addition, uh, because there the uh, there is the ton of other things connected to this. Uh, there is a ton of uh, scandals and political corruption connected to this administration, and uh, and I don't see it here, and it's ongoing. And the the lies are ongoing. Uh, I got to tell you that the and I don't know uh, I don't know yet uh, if there's going to be any uh, anything that's come of this. Uh, but I was reading an article today about. Uh, <clears throat> The fact that every member who sits on the committees that oversee government intelligence operations has received campaign contributions from the top 20 largest intelligence companies in the United States. So every every person who is sitting on the uh, the government watchdog committees 
has received campaign contributions from the people they're supposed to be watching over. And that right here, the big picture of Dianne Feinstein, who's the chairman of the committee. Uh, But they have all received uh, tons of money from uh, from the intelligence companies uh, who, who these lawmakers are supposed to be overseeing, uh, including uh, Representative Dutch, Democrat Maryland, the highest ranking uh, Democrat on the House committee, uh, received almost $400,000 uh, from the different intelligence committees, including about one hundred thirty grand from Northrop Grumman. Uh, the second highest amount, uh, Senator Barbara Bukulski, Democrat, Democrat Maryland, uh, and Representative James Langvin, $200,000. Uh, the list goes on and on uh, for the almost $4 million that has been paid uh, to the uh, the intelligence committee members that are supposed to be overseeing them. I don't know. I just got to tell you, that's, to me, I mean, that that just seems like a, a great big uh, kind of uh, uh, conflict of entrance, uh, don't you guys think? And uh, and I'm telling you that uh, I'm telling you that. Uh, the uh, I just think that the lawmakers receiving contributions. I'm trying to look at uh, at all the folks involved. Uh, John Hopkins, General Dynamics, Honeywell International, Northrop Grumman, uh, SOS International, uh, Lockheed Martin. All of those folks involved. <clears throat> <coughs> Uh, Edward Cohen. Edward Cohen in, tells me, give the Black Panther thing a rest. Vigilantism is bad. Okay. <laughs> Jesse Jackson did what every other congressman does. Now, are you sure that's... I mean, because what they were saying... Uh, is it uh, is it Jesse Jackson used seven hundred fifty thousand dollars of the campaign money to buy personal items uh, like elk heads and fur capes? Uh, I, I'm, I'm just assuming that if every other political candidate does it, then they they would get convicted too, right? Uh, so and. Uh, and vigilantism is bad. I'm not sure what you're saying. Vigilantism is bad. What is uh, where is the vigilantism coming from? Give the Black Panther thing a rest. Uh, well, I don't see how we can give it a rest because 
it is a case of the uh, Attorney General uh, deciding to uh, deciding to not prosecute someone for breaking the law, and uh, I just don't see how you can get. Around. I don't see how you can do that. So, <clears throat> uh, and I don't see how that could be anywhere uh, anywhere connected to vigilantism. Uh, I think that if you have any group of folks uh, standing outside a voting station and uh, yelling uh, racial epithets and intimidating voters, then that's wrong. Number one, it's against the law. And I don't care who you are and who's doing it. You're against the law. So uh, I don't know why. I don't know why anybody wants to give it a rest. Uh, it's, uh, it's illegal. Congressman does it. Law is a rat. racket. Jesse Jackson did what every other congressman does. His wife committed no crime at all. Looking at girls as sexual harassment and lying about it is not a crime. Are you sure you're not self-medicating? Because I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that I'm understanding all this. Just because every congressman does it doesn't make it right. That's kind of the whole point of what I'm talking about tonight. Yep, every congressman probably does do it. And it's wrong. It's wrong in every case. <clears throat> I don't care who's doing it. It's wrong. And and government has gotten to the point where they don't care. They don't care what... Uh, uh, they've gotten sloppy about, uh, about their scandals. They've gotten the contemptuous of the people. Uh, they don't even try and make up good lies anymore. Uh, we have some serious problems uh, that the country has has been involved with, and uh, all the way from the uh, the uh, flight 800 to New York and New Jersey uh, to uh, the uh, the leaking of the SEAL team uh, information, the shoot down of the SEALs uh, supposedly in, involved with the Osama bin Laden uh, uh, arrest and killing. Uh, <clears throat> uh, thrown out of election areas and harassed by cops for electioneering. Every cop is a criminal, along with every registrar of voters and every secretary of state. Don't encourage them. Well, you know, I can see what this is. Uh, this is Mr. Cohen. He's still commenting. Uh, I'm not sure that that is a good thing either. Thrown out of election areas and harassed by cops for electioneering. Now, are you saying that uh, uh, are you saying that uh, that you were part of the of the guys that were doing the intimidation? And uh, the old guy, the old guy, 
is saying you're saying that uh, uh, Wayne had, uh, Wayne's wife didn't do it. Uh, I'm missing that one. Uh, I'm looking back for it now, and I don't. I'm trying to get back to what you're referring to. <clears throat> uh, the whole idea is that that doesn't is that everybody doing it doesn't make it right, <clears throat> and uh, and the secrets that our government is keeping from us are the things that they are doing. Uh, you know when I was talking at the beginning of the show uh you know i was i was working with my grandfather one day when i was i don't know 14 or 15 and we had a uh a big chicken coop down back behind his house and i'm down at my grandfather's house and we were uh cleaning out the chicken coop you know it had to be cleaned out uh, fairly often and uh and he was telling me about uh, uh, one of the chicken coops they had when he was a kid, and it had gotten uh, rats were starting to get in there. And then there was something else. I don't remember what, if he was, said it was lice, chicken lice or something. Anyway, he said, you know, he goes, sometimes there's no good way to clean out a chicken coop. There's no good fix for it. He said, sometimes the only way, the only way that's going to fix it or make it right is a can of kerosene, uh, some rolled up newspaper, and a match. And I think that's about the point where we're at now. I think that the only people that can really do uh, any fingers at the... uh, the corrupt politicians, the congressmen, the the senators, the president, the vice president, the only people that can point any fingers or get anything done are other politicians, uh, other senators and congressmen. And, and neither side now will do anything about it because uh, because both sides – don't want light shined on each other. They've both gotten so dirty that nobody is going to nobody's going to do what needs to be done because all of the major players up there now are so dirty and so entrenched that nobody is going to try and uh, and bring the hammer down. No Republicans against the Democrats. No Democrats. Against Republicans, nobody's going to seriously try and bring the hammer down because uh, because each one has too much on the other. Each one has too much on the other. So how how are we going to fix this? How is it going to get finished? You know, I was reading a report a while back about. <clears throat> that the Russians uh, were unable to find uh, some really huge number of suitcase nukes that they have. These are 
uh, nuclear devices, which are, you know, about the size of a suitcase, can be fit into a suitcase, a regular commercial-type baggage. And they said that they feared that uh, that the suitcase nukes had already made it into the United States, and they were already here. It was part of a an outdated uh, Russian plan to smuggle the nukes in so they could sever communication centers uh, and uh, uh, military bases, stuff like that. They could uh, they could be used as part of a uh, an overall combat plan if need be. And uh, but they feared that they couldn't find these all the suitcase nukes now, and they don't know what happened to them. And uh, they feared that that a lot of them might already be in places like Washington, D.C. And I was thinking about how terrible it would be if uh, if something happened and we had to start all over fresh. Uh, now, obviously, uh, I don't want our nation's capital to be nuked. But this is the point it's gotten to, where you think that there is no good solution to this. There's no way to fix it. So, so there you go. Uh, I don't know what the answer is going to be. I imagine you could talk to your senator till you were blue in the face. Uh, and you're not actually going to talk to your senator or congressman anyway, because... Uh, because they don't talk to the people. Uh, you go talk to one of their staff members. And if you'd actually talk to the senator and congressman, I don't know what good that would do because uh, I just don't know what good it would do for that as far as corruption goes. Now, there may be some other things that you can get your senator or congressman to do as far as uh, uh, as far as maybe helping to protect some of our rights and freedoms. I think that they're still on board with some of that. But I think that as far as cleaning out the chicken coop and getting rid of uh, of all the perks, I don't think they're ever going to go for that. I don't think they're ever going to throttle back on uh, their gold-plated uh, health care, their pensions for life. Uh, I don't think that they're ever going to get rid of any of that. I think they're always going to look the other way if they can and uh, – in cases of bribery and uh, and other matters of uh, uh, monetary fraud and stuff like that, uh, they're always going to peddle power for money. Uh, I wish we could figure out some way to fix this, but I but I don't know of any way. All right now. I wish that uh, I wish I had given you guys uh, some better uh, better hope for this, but I don't think that I have. Uh, I just pretty much just ran down a list of the of the past uh, problems faced by our judicial systems. Now, listen. Next week uh, we're going to have uh, uh, I believe we're going to have John Hurt. From uh, Tier Group uh, Combat Tracking, wanted to talk to us about 
Combat Tracking. And uh, we'll see you next uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. Until then, God bless and uh, keep you all all right.